This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. It's day two of Labour's conference in Liverpool as the party faithful congregate in the hope it will be their final such gathering before Sir Keir Starmer's installed in Downing Street after next year's general election. It comes after the weekend's devastating events in Israel and on Monday there's also been big picture domestic speeches including Shadow Chancellor Rachel Reeves on the economy. Change will only be achieved on the basis of iron discipline. Working people rightly expect nothing less. Because when you play fast and loose with the public finances, you put at risk family finances. And Reeves is also being endorsed by former Bank of England Governor Mark Carney. I started my career as an economist at the bank, and I saw the lasting contribution that that made to Britain's economic success. So we will protect the independence of the bank, the Office of Budget Responsibility and our civil service. And as Chancellor, I will put forward a new charter for budget responsibility, a new fiscal lock guaranteeing in law that any government making permanent and significant tax and spending changes will be subject to an independent forecast from the Office for Budget Responsibility. Came's new Labour grandee Lord Mandelson accused union leaders of focusing on disruptive strike action rather than backing Sakir to win power. The former business secretary urged Sakir to be more bold in stepping up pre-election policy plans. For the latest from a busy conference floor in Liverpool, the Leader podcast is joined on the line by Evening Standard political editor Nicholas Cecil. Nick, after the weekend's terrible events in Israel, what's been the reaction on the conference floor and among the shadow cabinet? Utter horror as across the country. The attacks have been widely condemned by a variety of shadow ministers, including Rachel Rees this morning. Certainly yesterday, Jeremy Corbyn was criticising all attacks in the Middle East. He was stopping short of criticising Hamas directly. But certainly the shadow cabinet ministers have taken a far clearer line condemning the appalling atrocities. How was the big headline speech today, Rachel Reeves? Well, she certainly just delivered a, a very powerful speech. She was very confidently delivered. She seems to have upped her game from a few years ago. And her key message is that uh, Labour is ready to serve, ready to lead and ready to rebuild Britain. There wasn't a, a lot of new policy um, in her speech. So, so critics may say that Labour is still policy light. But certainly look, Labour is holding back a lot of its new policy announcement closer to the election. They don't want their policies stolen by the government. And um, it's only really close to election that voters really start listening to the political parties. What more do we know about Labour's economic plans? The key to Labour's economic strategy is boosting economic growth. And their policies and their outlook for Britain seems very heavily reliant on that. 
So if they don't get the economic growth, then their economic plans may not work out as they hope. So what they want to see, they want to see a better planning system to allow swifter decisions, particularly on key infrastructure. They also want to restore confidence in the UK economy. So businesses invest tens of billions of pounds more into their enterprises to generate jobs and economic growth and therefore more taxation. And has there been much on their strategy for wooing big business? Yeah, so they've had lots and lots of meetings in the city and with other businesses and um, and businesses have flocked to the Labour conference in Liverpool in, in large numbers because they see Labour as the most likely party to form the next government next year. Also very interesting, at the end of Rachel Reeves' speech, she got a resounding endorsement from Mark Carney. He's the former Bank of England governor. So to, to have him saying that basically her ideas should now be put in, in, into place, given the energy she's bringing and the vision, is a big coup for Labour. And it's also worth reminding that uh, Mark Carney was a, a big critic of Brexit. An increasing number of people in Britain now say Brexit was wrong. People aren't saying that we should rejoin the EU, but in large and larger numbers, they're saying that it was a mistake for Britain to quit the, the European what do we know about Reeves's economic outlook? The thing to remember with Rachel Reeves is that she's a former Bank of England economist. And that was certainly one thing that Mark Carney was stressing today. So exactly where she is on the spectrum of the Blairite, Brownite, Corbynite, uh, nowhere near the Corbynites, probably somewhere between the Blairites and Brownites. Uh, but certainly Labour has very much swung away from the left uh, to, to, towards the old new Labour approach um, and is now very firmly set there on, on the centre ground of politics. If you contrast that with the Conservatives, Conservatives last week, Sweda Braverman come across as very right wing and interestingly allowed to do so by Downing Street. The other really interesting uh, contrast with last week in Manchester at the Tory conference is that sometimes the hall was only about two thirds full, even for major speeches. Now, Rachel Reeves today had rapturous standing ovations for a speech which worked very well. But even so, there's there's very much a feeling amongst Labour delegates and MPs and shadow ministers here that they are on, on the verge of power. Let's go to the ads. Coming up, is Sakia Starmer being garlanded already as a Prime Minister-in-waiting? Why not hit follow in the meantime and give us a rating? Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Staying with the economy, and Sakir Starmer has also been teasing Labour's plans in a speech to business leaders. The number one driving purpose is growth, economic growth. Um, highest sustained growth in the G7, growth across the whole of the United Kingdom. Now, we haven't had significant growth, everybody in this room knows this, for 13 years. Um, they are not separate missions, separate from the mission on growth, they are all intended to ladder up to growth. So the how is, first, we're not going to suck it up to the centre. We're not going to run it from Westminster and Whitehall, trying to run things through government. I don't think government 
can do your job better than you can. And I don't think we should try. And it's got to be a partnership between business, between you and an incoming government. And there's more. Now, we haven't had significant growth, everybody in this room knows this, for 13 years. There are arguments about Brexit, etc., but this growth has been lacking for a very long time in this country. We need a strategy for growth, and we need to be absolutely clear about growth. The other four missions, by the way, which are about the health service, being fit for purpose, about education and skills, about clean power in 2030, and an environment in which communities and businesses can thrive. Nick, how's the mood been around Sakir? Is he already being celebrated as the next incumbent of number 10? We'll find out tomorrow. It's his big speech tomorrow. So this will be a major, major moment for him. I think Rachel Reeves has, has basically set out Labour's economic stall very well. He'll have to deliver a, a bigger picture vision for Britain. And they're not trying to be hugely exciting. The view amongst Labour MPs is um, the nation's a bit fed up with madcap policies and, and wild ideas, that they just want a bit of security and a bit of uh, common sense economics. So I, I wouldn't expect fireworks from um, Keir Starmer's speech tomorrow, but um, it, it's really his chance to speak to the nation and say, here I am, this is who I am, and, uh, and I suspect we'll hear that message again that Labour is ready for government. Any other names on the bill causing a buzz in Liverpool? We've always had speeches by David Lammy, the Shadow Foreign Secretary, John Healy, the Shadow Defence Secretary, Lisa Nandish, uh, Shadow International Development, but the focus is very much on Rachel Rees, and that was a big one today, and I suspect Labour will be very pleased with how it went. And how are the polls looking, particularly after Labour's Scotland by-election win? Certainly, Rishi Sunak didn't get any significant poll boost from his conference. He might have got a, a little bit, but certainly nothing significant. So the gap still looks like 15 points, possibly, around there. So at the moment, the nation seems to have made up his mind that it's time for change, and the change isn't Rishi Sunak. So he's got a, a massive task to try and persuade voters he can still be a part of change. He's trying very hard. I wouldn't underestimate him. He, he's a highly able individual, but he's got a, a big challenge ahead of him. And what's the background of this rhetoric with Mandelson having a go at the unions? Peter Mandelson is taking a bit of pop at the unions. Um, and it's very much this Blairite philosophy of basically looking out to the nation and, and trying to represent, represent the nation as a whole, rather particularly interest groups. This is really a, a very dramatic shift we've seen from Labour in the Corbyn years. Don't, don't forget that it was just 2019 that the Labour Party was in the grip of the hard left of the party. Keith Starber has now taken it back right back to the centre ground. Initially, he started by trying to do compromise with the left. That is long gone now. And Labour is now back as a, as a centre ground party. There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's the leader. We're back on Tuesday at 4 pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now 
wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.